Looks good. Hello and good evening to everybody. Chris Ballard, Ivan Sheffield here again. Hello there. H3 on a Wednesday night, live from Believer's Worship Center in the sanctuary with this beautiful picture that everybody pointed out to us last week. And I hope we got better lighting this year, this week. I hope everybody can see. We did improve the mood lighting a little bit. Yes, we did. We it's were not dark actually, last time. It was. We weren't sitting up here in the dark. It just looked that way on, on TV. Yes. But... Glad to be back. Uh, glad for everybody that joins with us today or listens to us later. It is July the 5th, so everybody's recuperating from their holiday plans. Hope everybody had a great 4th of July holiday. Uh, I know the last time we talked, we talked about marriage, and we, we teed off some great topics there. And I look forward to getting back on that topic uh, in the next couple of weeks. But I thought, and Ivan and I thought, that <coughs> given our uh, recent holiday celebrations, that uh, we might uh, discuss a little bit different topic tonight, certainly a timely one. So let me get my uh, let me get my, my theme music here. You're gonna like this one. All right, that theme music says we're talking star-spangled awesomeness. That's right. We're gonna discuss freedom and how it pertains to religious freedoms in our country and around the globe. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to kicking that off. So first of all, let me say that uh, BWC had our third annual fireworks show on awesome. Monday the 3rd. It was awesome. If you haven't checked out our, uh, our reels and our, and our pictures and our posts and such on Instagram and yeah. Facebook, uh, I encourage you to go do that. It was, a, it was a great time. We had some great food, oh, great yeah. friends. Enjoyed just sitting around talking. And, yeah. And uh, it was not unbearably hot. It was warm. It was it But was it wasn't hot. unbearably hot. And uh, then we got to the fireworks, and the kids had a great time with sparklers. And, and uh, you know, I like those shower things that we did in the parking lot with those sparklers and the, the, one, the ones that you lit on there. They were beautiful. I like the showers. I was not a fan of the ones that showered my truck. Oh, well, you know. And uh, special was... thanks to Lane for that one, and, uh, and and our other partner in crime, Ryan, who helped oh, us. Oh my goodness! Uh, they those guys are troopers, man. Uh, the three of us sat out there for two or three good hours. I know, blowing yeah. stuff up. So, well, all right. I mean, kick us off. Tell us where we're well, headed. Uh, one of the things I wanted us to talk about and have an open conversation about tonight was religious freedom. Uh, there's a big difference that everybody has an idea that religious freedom is that I can believe anything I want to believe and you have to believe it too. And today we've got this misconception that if you believe something, everybody else has to believe it and has to go along with it. Well, the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution says that Congress can make no law respecting an establishment or religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So what it was pointing to was it did not want a state religion. Right. In other words, it didn't want one religion to have control. A lot of other countries have that. 
a lot of other countries. Now, we have to understand as Christians, if you've studied the Bible, the Old Testament was not about religious freedom. The Old Testament was about um, God's people, Israel, following God. And God wanted everyone to follow him, period. And so it wasn't a matter of you could worship anything you wanted to. He was trying to set up the religion that he meant to or the Christianity that was on its way with his darling son. Right. But under Mosaic law, Israel operated under a, a, you know, there was just one. There was just right. one and that was God. But Americans have enjoyed religious freedom ever since the Bill of Rights were put in. But the amazing thing is Thomas Jefferson called religious free freedom the most sacred of all human rights. In other words, not that you have to believe like I believe, but that you can believe what you believe. And it would make a, you know, I really want to say a hodgepodge of faith, but it would all be God-centered. And that, you know, for the thing that we were looking today in religious freedom or uh, state religion, we don't have that and we don't want that. Well, and yeah, so the, the, the intent behind the, the First Amendment and the freedom of religion and freedom, you know, separation of church and state is where they draw that line as well, was what they didn't want was what they had in England that they came from, which was the Church of England. It you was. had to believe like this. That's right. You had to practice this faith yep. because this is the state-sponsored religion. But also what they were trying to avoid was the constant bickering back and forth of who had authority. You're because right. the king was constantly fighting the, the, the pope for authority. The pope was fighting the king for authority. Of course, nobody right. ever wins when you're fighting government or religion. Right. And so, yeah, the, the entitled... You know, or not entitled, but mm -hmm. the, the intention behind that clause and that bill in the Bill of Rights was to say that, hey, we're not going to have a state-sponsored religion. But what we did do, unfortunately, and I think in the last 40 years or so, it, it's, it's driven us more as a, uh, a freedom from religion right. rather than a freedom of it. Right. And so everybody pushes back up. One of the things that I wanted to mention tonight is the freedom of religion acknowledges that it's the Holy Spirit who changes hearts, not the government. So in other words, the government rules, and you know, one of the verses that I came up with, you know, that match that is John 6, 63. Only Jesus saves. And whenever you're talking about the Holy Spirit and how he changed my life and how he changes hearts and everything, the government has no clue how to do that. So keep a state religion out of the out of you know out of the government and everything, but to take away the freedom of religion is to empower human government with its faulty rulers, no matter who they are. Now let me just stop right here and say I pray for the president every day. I pray for our leaders every day. As we should. As we should. But the thing about it is we don't want them to control our beliefs. No. I mean, we've got a set of beliefs. Well, we've nor, got a set of doctrines. Nor are they set up that way. That's right. I don't want them to determine my internal, in, you know, my, my destiny because, hey, you've got to believe this way. The whole thing was set up so that it wouldn't be a state religion. And that's what people are confused about today. So 
you know, one of the things that I have freedom of religion concedes that in the final analysis it's not religion, but it's relationship. Yes. And that's what we try to talk about, and that's what I try to preach about is your relationship with Jesus Christ. You can do that no matter where you live, no matter what state you live in. The state shouldn't be telling you what religion you need to believe in. Uh, I'm gonna rub some Christians the wrong way here. I'm not gonna uh, religious people. I don't really care. Uh, you know, I can rub religious people wrong all day, but. Christians need to understand that if somebody does not believe like you, they're not bad, they have to deal with that situation. In other words, you pray for them, you can tell them the truth, you don't have to beat them over the head with the Bible, but you can tell them the truth, you can tell them what God's done for you. But the thing about it is, don't get upset if somebody does not believe like you believe. Yeah, we, 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 we've been uh, riding and, and, and hitting that train all year long this yeah. year as we talked about, uh, you know, encouraging one another. And, and we talked about how, you know, sometimes you've got these people in your life that are on the other side of your line, right? Mm -hmm. Of the line that, that, that God's put in your heart or through his laws. And I mean, what we have, have to say is, you know, hey, I'm going to stand here and, and hope that you come back the right way. But inevitably, I still love you. I just have to love you on the other side of the line. Well, I go back and I've studied a lot about, you know, the Revolutionary War and what and all happened and everything. And you got to understand that the religious, you know, the yeah. religious people of that day didn't see eye to eye either. Have they ever? That's right. Because, you know, there was always a fight during the right before and during the Revolutionary War was should we be involved in it? Our issue justified rebellion. Mm -hmm. Is it good to rebel against you know your you know England? Uh, one of the preachers that uh, said that's famous is John Wesley, and he said we need to take it easy. We don't need to be in trouble. We don't need to be fighting. We need to show restraint. We need to just, you know, let it take it easy and we'll work through all this stuff. While colonial preachers, John Witherspoon and Jonathan Hay said, hey, let's go to it, man. Let's just fight. Let's just get it on. Let's, yeah. let's fight against it. Let's go against the oppression and we'll see where all the chips might lie. So you've had religious people fighting all the time. But the thing about it is, the one thing about religious freedom that it does for us out of all of that and out of the Revolutionary War and our independence and everything is that, okay, we don't have a state religion. Right. We can believe like we want to believe. And, you know, that's that's well, what we got away in. You know, I think as, as human beings and, and especially as Americans, if we don't do this as well as we used to or as well as we're supposed to, but we struggle with the two-sided, you know, coin that is freedom of anything. Right. So freedom of religion, uh, you know, as you're kind of alluding to here, means not only do you have the free, the freedom to freely practice your religion and your faith, but you have to also respect the rights mm -hmm. of those people who, you know, don't agree with you that don't do what you're doing who might even be doing something wrong according to your doctrine and you have to respect their right to do the same thing what was that word you just used 
respect doctrine. respect doctrine yeah that that respect word is where a lot of people lose it today yeah they say i'm right you're wrong you got to believe like me yeah <laughs> there's no respect in that no there there's not and and unfortunately in our you know well, i dare say victim mentality uh society that we find ourselves in now that's that's what it is if you disagree with me you have mm -hmm. shown me some level of disrespect and that couldn't be further from the truth I, I we can disagree all day long but it does, i mean it doesn't mean that I, I don't still love you don't you know respect you as a person mm -hmm. i i disagree with you on that particular uh you know note there well and it's also that you know god does not always approve of leadership of a country they, yeah. uh, during the Old Testament you read time and time again where kings went under judgment uh, God said told them to do it a certain way through the prophets yep and he told them that if you do this I'll do this mm -hmm. a lot of them didn't do it so they became under judgment God is not always backing the true government You've got to understand that he, his word is there. They should follow it. They, it should be a guiding post for us. But, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, they asked me, they said, you know, have you studied enough to where you think that the United States will turn back to the Lord? I said, I've studied enough where it's not our decision. Yeah. It's God's decision whether he's going to judge America or not. I mean, it's really not. Uh, it's yeah. not in our place to say, well, we've gone too far. I've heard people come up and they talk to him and they said, do you think we've passed that line? Well, I don't, but we're getting off close. And, you know, God will judge, just like he did in the Old Testament, he will judge according to his, but he is long-suffering. Yep. And so we have to understand that. But also I would say historically, we, we don't have a single noted society that has not fallen. Right. Some take a lot longer than others, right? But we don't have a single, you know, noting of one mm -hmm. that hasn't had its day, and then do you know to some wickedness or the other, right. they've fallen. And I think that you know, as you say, we're we're certainly as wicked as we've ever been. Well, I would agree with that. It's just you know, it's gone a little bit too far for my my liking. Yeah. But at the same time, they they've got to answer for that. Yep. And then there's a lot of people that will answer for that. Uh, one of the things that I brought out was whenever they started the Revolutionary War, it was not about anti-government. No, they were pro-government. They were right. They were just trying to get away from tyranny. Yeah, they wanted a supportive and government. That's right. They wanted supportive, not oppressive. That's exactly right. So whenever you know the colonists and we looked at it and said, you know, they saw themselves as not anti-government, that tells me we don't have to be anti-government. You know, the one thing that people always, and I, I like some of the shirts that were going around during July 4th and everything, we don't need to wrap the cross in the American flag. Right. The cross stand on its own. Yep. What we need to do is we need to put the cross or the flat American flag in the shadow of the cross yep. and let the cross take care of the government. In other words, I love some of those that have the cross up here and had American flag here and yes. had a light shot of those. Oh my goodness. I said, you know, I gotta get me one of those. I saw some because flags that yep. were similar to that too. Uh, unfortunately, they, they don't get here from, from China in time to hang <laughs> on 
horrible. I'm serious, but you know that's that's the thing that that's what religion free religious freedom is about is we can worship that, but we're not going to take the government and take the flag and say, okay, our flag should override the cross and override the Bible. No. Well, and I'll, and I'll tell you, that's, that is a line that Americans walk like none other because our, our, our beliefs on freedoms in general are different right. than most other countries, but especially American Christians, sometimes the line between an American and a Christian is so fine you have to you because you have to respect so for instance the, the thing that comes to my mind most recently is up until a year ago almost exactly a year ago we had Roe right. v Wade still on the books so the law of the land mm -hmm. said that abortion was legal and as an American whether you agreed with it or not you had to respect law of the land that right. said they could do that right. you could think all you wanted to Mm -hmm. your, your personal Christian faiths and values and beliefs could dictate otherwise and say, no, that's not right. But all the best right. you could say was, no, it's not right for me. Mm -hmm. And you have to let them answer for it. But that's, you know, I think more today maybe than ever is necessarily what the American faith values allow for right. versus what God's faith and values tell us to do. Sometimes right. we've got to respect some things that don't line up with us. Well, one of the things about religious freedom is judgment, and that comes with racism and everything. And whenever you know, there a lot of people say, "Well, if you're Christian, you're a racist." Well, I I'm, I never grew up with people of color because we're all the same. We all bled red, you know, bled red blood. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the one thing about it is, I went to school, and some of my best friends were African Americans. So I mean, it's just I didn't have that judgment preconceived that. You know, I had a friend that, you know, he moved here from, I think it was China and everything was going great and we just accepted him. And why was there any conflict? Yeah. We didn't know conflict. What's happening is people are pointing out yeah. the conflicts and they're saying, well, you don't believe, you know, you don't believe like I believe, so you're wrong. And that is racist. No, I, religious freedom says I can believe like I want to, but I treat everybody the same. Everybody has, you know, unless they come against me and my family, and then, you know, it's on. Yeah. But, the, but the colonists, they saw, you know, they saw themselves that they, they were against the king of England, and they thought he wasn't doing anything Christian-like. Yeah. So they said we needed to rebel. Well, you know, we've got that today in our government that sometimes there's a fine line there, and they go way above the line or below the line. But the thing about it is we still have to pray for our government, and that's part of religious freedom. Yeah, and that so, you can pray for the government. And that's the thing, you know. And I made that that comment on Sunday that you know, particularly this year of all years, I, I think it's more important to remember that we have to be proud of, of what our country is. Maybe not right. what it's become, but what it was set up to be, what it you know what it's designed to be, what it has been. Like mm -hmm. you have to be proud of that. Right. I mean, no nobody else in the world has done it this way. Mm -hmm. And, and did we break some eggs along the way? Yeah, we got some things wrong, but but we still, more than any other nation on earth, I think, mm -hmm. have the protection to, to be an idiot if you want to. Right. I mean, believe you, what you, you want to believe, but, but but you've got that right. You've got that right. Yeah. You, you have that right. Uh, 
one of the things I was studying this week was about, uh, you know, whenever we're talking about rebellion and we're talking about going against the government and mm -hmm. uh, government that's pushing bad ideas and everything. In Hebrews chapter 11, they list the, hero, the heroes of the faith. Right. And the heroes of the faith there are Gideon, Barak, uh, Samson, mm -hmm. and those heroes of the faith all overthrew opposing governments. So I'm sitting there going, you know, it's amazing to me that the heroes of the faith were all people that stood up yeah. for God and said, this is the way it's going to be. And that's, that's what we should do. We should say, okay, freedom of religion, believe like you want to believe. I'm not going to judge you for it. That's but it. don't make me the idea, uh, the idea of don't say that I have to believe like you have to believe. Right. And that's the main point tonight is believe like you want to believe. Uh, it's safe to say that American fault against England were fully convinced that they had a biblical principle. Yeah, oh yeah, we, without a doubt, we were a Christian nation. That's I mean, right. We, we, I know that you know our our you know other side will will you know argue against that, uh, but there there's no argument. I mean, we wrote it right in the Constitution. Right, God given rights. I mean, we didn't say Creator given rights. We didn't. I mean, the, that's right. They put it in that we were designed to be a Christian nation. But we just have to understand that the American Revolution was right to do and we should stand up for religious freedom yep. we should take that we know that the patriots acted in good faith in 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 the name of christian freedom in other words it really wasn't about religion mm -hmm. because as i stated when we started it was about freedom that the state couldn't tell you what to believe right and so they did it in good faith and as we know god has brought a lot of good to America for that freedom. Yep. I mean, you know, just think about the Industrial Revolution. All those people that thought up all the machinery and everything, a lot of them weren't Americans. A lot of them were, were you know, they were Americans then, yep. but they came from Germany. Oh, they yeah. came from France. We were the melting pot. We had, everybody decided that this was the free world. That's it. So whenever they came here, the Industrial Revolution, revolution was led by Americans that came from different countries. I was thinking about that when I was reading some of the stuff this week. I was in there going, you know, we're a melting pot. You can believe like you want to believe, but please don't push your thoughts right. on somebody else. So, okay, it's, man, that went by fast. We did. We, it's uh, 622. 622 can you already. So, yeah, I mean, the July 4th holiday is always a good opportunity to reflect on the things that were set in motion, you know, well over 200 plus years ago right. to get us to where we are today. And, you know, you can be a Democrat, you can be Republican, you can be Libertarian and all the other thousand different things that exist through there. And you can have your own opinions on that. But what you can't argue is the greatness that came from those decisions right. you know that, that were put pen to paper and all of that in, mm -hmm. in 1776 and that's why we celebrate this and that's why it's worth celebrating mm -hmm. you know a group of 20 something individuals took you know from july 4th and even the work prior to that but they signed this document 
they basically you know know that if they don't get this right they're taking their life into their own hands and they they set about to, to change something and to create something that nobody had ever seen let alone they had ever seen nobody had ever seen it and we don't have people of that caliber anywhere today right I, I, I'll tell you this in closing there's a few things that get my dandruff up and I really want to speak my piece here while we're talking so that people can judge me or not judge me but I'm gonna let you know it <laughs> I'm against taking scripture off of any monument because that's our history right you can't remove our history for all the scripture that is all over Washington you can't take it away second God in God we trust we should keep that exactly where it is and lastly do not remove God from any anthems or anything or any songs where he's in there today oh we got to reword it to make everything even no you don't leave it alone in God we trust yeah I mean, and if no other reason, then when they started printing that on money and yep. when they decided that would be on there, boy, they had sure put a lot of faith in God at that point. That's exactly right. So we ought to leave it in there. It was successful. So, so that being hope said, you enjoyed it. hope everybody had a great 4th of July holiday. Thanks for tuning in with us today. Uh, if you download this later, you can pick this up uh, effective tomorrow anywhere you get podcasts or at findhope at bwc.org. We'd like to invite you out if you need a church home. Ours is available with plenty of seating. Right. Come no, on. No wait <laughs> on Sundays at 1030. And of course, we're here to fellowship with you as early as 10 o'clock. We I hope you'll you. come. We hope you'll visit with us. Bring a friend. And we and hope remember, to see everybody this Remember, time. God loves you. Amen. God loves you.